We're Courtney Gilroy, Gina Quattrochi, and Jordan Strobeck. Our direct sales business brought us together, and it's our full lives as six-figure mom entrepreneurs that bring us here to share all of our best experiences and education with other moms building their social selling empires during nap time. We're so glad you're here. Welcome to the Social Selling Collective, the podcast. Hey, social sellers. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about a pretty relevant topic, considering most of us are running our businesses either from our iPhones or our laptops. So in this media episode, we are going to share how we try to create true community in a virtual world. I would say this is a media episode. Do you guys agree? Oh yeah, I love it. <laughs> media, it is, media, what a word. And it, I know, and it's so important because you know, if we look at how we first launched our business or at least started in the industry, right? So much of what we did was in person. And my, my, how the times have changed. Now, 99.999%. Yeah, and I think it's actually, it's, it's so neat too because I've actually found that a lot of people that are joining my team right now are actually part of their why is because they're looking for community. They They miss people, they miss their friendships and they're not getting that, you know, in person as much. So I think that creating really great community here in our businesses is, is crucial. Yeah. And isn't that, I want to piggyback off of that. Isn't that so interesting to like tuck into your confidence bucket too, because I think a lot of people stall out on recruiting, especially given like the circumstances right now, because they're nervous that they wouldn't have the same effect or impact or be able to entice somebody to come virtually. But actually there's so much value in this that, I mean, and the growth numbers don't lie. Totally, totally agree. So there's a few things that we've done in our business to really foster, not just the business, but specifically within our, our team culture to really foster that sense of, of virtual community. I would say one thing that we do is um, we do a monthly consultant spotlight where we are going on our team page live and we are choosing somebody that we've been really impressed or inspired with from the month prior and we're just talking all about how amazing they are, giving other people the ability to get to know them. And then we're, we're sending them an actual physical gift in the mail, right? So although it's a virtual world, I know that we've been really big on sending, you know, gifts through the mail because um, it sort of brings like, you know, the, it kind of takes away from like the virtual aspect and makes something a little bit more like tangible and, and physical, if that makes sense. And so handwritten note and a little gift, I think it's huge. And then also, I think it's really important. I mean, how many Zooms have you been on? And even if I look at my corporate career prior to launching in the direct selling industry, I did so many meetings over Zoom or um, the different platforms and they were always so blah. Right. And so what I really thought through this year, as we've had to pivot to a fully virtual world is how do we bake in fun over, over zoom, over these video yeah. chats, right? And I think that's really, really imperative when it comes to creating that true sense of community, it's gotta be fun. And so something that we just did with all of our leaders, and I think there were like 45 of them on the call is we did a secret Santa. And so everybody had to wear their tackiest holiday sweater. And then it was, I think, four or five weeks prior to that meeting, everybody got a name and they had to send a gift to that person, a $30 to $40 price point. And it was so fun because 
some of the, you know, the, the women who, you know, got a certain person didn't have really a relationship with that person. And so there were so many instances where that person would open up their gift and be like, Oh my gosh, so-and-so, how did you know? I love Gwen Stefani, you know? And it, she was like, I've been stalking <laughs> your Instagram. I've been stalking you. Right. So it creates that community. We did something fun. And then all of a sudden these friendships and these, you know, these just, it was just a perfect example of like, wow, we were really building community, doing something so fun. And we did giveaways for the tackiest sweater. And anyways, it was, wouldn't you agree, Gina? Wasn't that just such a fun night? One of the things that, absolutely. One of the things that you're thinking about when you are, when we're talking about building a community or a culture is how are you making people feel? And I think that that is such a great example of how um, we created this community that made people feel really good, right? Like, yeah, in a dark world and crazy things and coronavirus and the media and all these like, um, you know, crazy world things. I think we all had a really good time that night. And, and that's just a testament to this community. And I think that, yes, I think that that was such a great example. It was so fun. People left, we were drinking wine, even though it was virtual, it was really fun. (laughs) And I think that too, like on the, on the note of fun, What's so fun about being your own boss is that you get to decide that things somehow related to work are fun. Like, you know, when you're coming, especially from more of a corporate culture, a lot of times it is really rigid and structured and doesn't bake in fun, like doing a secret Santa or, you know, and by the way, it doesn't have to be secret Santa and just festive stuff. But, you know, by the time this episode drops, I think the, the holidays are probably past us by now. I mean, do a secret something for like a secret leprechaun. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like there's just like the possibilities abound when you decide to have fun and get creative and know like I can do that and commit to showing up as you are and not letting the like default, oh, well it's work. So I need to be more structured and planning and, you know, specific about it. Like just let it, let it roll. I think that's part of the fun, right? We did it. We did also did a um, pajama party one day where everyone wore their festive pajamas. And then I've done where, you know, we, we work in the um, skincare and cosmetic industry. And so, um, wear your biggest, boldest lip and show us your favorite color. You know, like there's so many ways to just have fun with it. So I love that. You guys do such a great job of brainstorming all of the ways too. like, I, I couldn't even count on like hands and toes, all the different creative ways that you guys have built community. I mean, we could probably teach a course on that (laughs) <laughs> maybe we should, um, your, your wheels are turning right my now. My wheels are turning already. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, I know that there's so much more in the vault, <laughs> but I think what, what is also cool too, is like even special events aside, you know, community exists in the day to day. And, and it's about how you're showing up as just being like the thoughtful leader and being that fun leader and also just being authentic. And uh, we have a thing in our social selling MBA course where literally one of our prompts for joining the calls is, hey, show up in your banana covered yoga pants. We built our empires this way too. And that's just the truth, right? So in showing up in, in just the little ways and saying, hey, like let's be real and let's just get together. There's a lot of beautiful honesty in that effort and you're giving permission for others to just like, just show up and, and, and enjoy a little bit, right? It doesn't have to be so stiff. I totally agree with that. And that's actually um, leads me to a point that I was thinking about when you build true community amongst your team, I really think that communication is key. And so it is in that day-to-day. It's not just, you know, the once a month party or whatever that you're throwing. It has to be um, 
more interactive, in my opinion. I think that, so one of the things that I, I think that we've done really well on our team to build a great culture is we've created these text threads, right? Where they're ongoing, there's ongoing conversation, there's collaboration, there's sharing best practices, they're celebrating, but there's also the fun, like sharing silly gifts about, you know, <laughs> the, all the packages at your front door or like all that. It's, it's fun. It's funny banter, but then there's also questions or if there's a concern, we come to this group. And so we've created again in this virtual world, this really tight knit community. And that's, I'm speaking specifically to a leader thread that we have, but I also think that there's a lot of ways, um, to just batch together smaller groups, right. To create community. So we have, you know, massive teams now. And, um, while it's such a blessing, you have to figure out a way to create culture, right. And we're constantly pivoting. And so I think one of the, the things that we did really well last year too, was, um, grouping together, um, these smaller little groups. And so like, for instance, um, you can group them together based on their level, like wherever they are in the business, or, you know, we group together new consultants because, you know, if, if these, you know, 40 new consultants all joined in the same month, why don't we pair them together? Cause they're probably all going through the same thing at the same time. And so I think when you can kind of batch them together, you know, batch like with like, they can learn from each other and they can build their own little community too. And so those, that's just an idea to like, um, group together some like smaller little communities amongst your big community. Cause the bigger your teams get, the more you want to, you still want to make them feel like they're involved and in, in the community. Right. Yeah. And, and support is such a key word that stands out for me as you're talking, you know, community isn't always about, um, the fun, like active outside, uh, like event type things as it can be in the feeling of being supported, even mm -hmm. in the not so fun things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the reality is, is that sometimes there are some just like, I don't know, there's, there's just tough parts of life or there's tough parts of the business. You know, maybe there's a difficult client or maybe an event isn't panning out the way that you want. And to have a go-to place where, you know, you can feel supported. Uh, I think that's really important. And so, you know, if it's not a text thread, it's maybe a private Facebook group. It's maybe, um, you know, if, if you're, um, depending on your social selling company, maybe they offer already like a, a hub. How are you going to be showing up and, and being involved in there? Uh, I think those are awesome awesome ways to just consider how virtual community can really create support. And that really, that's why we created Social Selling Collective, right? We saw a need for a community mm -hmm. for moms in social selling that were building businesses with babies on their hips, right? Like how, how do you, you know, we just saw just need after need after need of women feeling like they were just out in the ocean swimming, barely keeping their, you know, head above water. And we saw that need and we're like, we're going to create a community because while wow, being a mom is the most important job in the world, but your passions matter, your, you know, your dreams, your desires, those matter too. And we're going to create a community to help you in the day to day. So the fun events, yes, the community, yes. But those moments where you're like, oh my gosh, I want to like lose it on my children right now because of A, B, and C. And this is just a safe space to go and just feel like you got it. You're doing amazing. You're an amazing mom. Your kids are awesome little kids. And that's why we created this community, right? I Thank love you. that. And I, and I love that it just as leaders, 
in your own businesses and here in Social Selling Collective, I love that we get to always set the tone. So while we are here to support each other and have, you know, event moment, I think that we, as the leaders, we also get to be, um, the one that really sets the tone for the culture. And so, you know, it's kind of speaking back to what, what Jordan said, um, we as the leader and you as leaders of your own teams, you get to choose how, like what's, what's the, uh, the main like starting point of your culture, right? Like, how are you going to set the tone? How do you make people feel your teammates? They joined you and they're downline, your downline. They all joined you in some way or another. So how does your culture make your community feel? So, and that, and that goes back to the things that, you know, Jordan was speaking about in the beginning, like, do you, do you spotlight someone? Do you recognize the small wins? And so even if, you know, we, in our text thread the other day, you know, people were feeling kind of down, you know, we're, we're in the middle of the holidays and packages are getting delivered slower than we'd like. And, you know, and there's, or, or there was a return or whatever it may be. And those things are going to happen. But I think then you can also comment in with like, yes, I, I got a new person to join my team, or you can always like pick back up the culture and, and share those small wins. And so, you know, I've, I've touched on this before, but you want to create a culture where people not only love this community, but they truly never want to leave. And Mm -hmm. so I just, and and we have the ability to do that, right. As, Mm -hmm. as leaders of our own teams. And I always, I always like, I don't want to be the person that does that. I want my leaders now to do that for their own teams. And that's the the duplication and the legacy. It's the top down. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and I would even go as far to say, like, if you look at my upline in the business, unbelievably positive. Right. And, and not, I can go to her and vent, I can go to her and have a moment, but she does not let me stay stuck there. Right. It's like a moment. And then it's like, all right, we're shifting. We're, we're getting positive. You know, we're, how can we, what's the solution here? And I think that's really important. In fact, I'm reading a book right now by, um, it's called the ride of a lifetime and it's by the former CEO of Disney. He was a CEO for 15 years. Are you in my Amazon list? I literally. (laughs) That's on mine too. Great. Our CEO was just talking about it. And I'm like, I got to pick that up. So listen, don't buy it. I'll send it to you. Okay. I'll pass it to you. And then, you know, when you're no longer in boxes, Courtney will be done. I was going to say, perfect. Bring, let me go last. Guys, this is another, this is another thing. We're all about being resourceful here. I'll just send it to you, Courtney, when I drop off your social selling collective mug. And And I'll bring up the rear because it might take me a year to read it. So perfect. So anyway, so I'm reading this book in his number one leadership quality is positivity. And I have to tell you, I've read a lot of leadership books and I don't really remember. Maybe I'm just, it's just, maybe, maybe it was there, but I don't feel like a lot of leaders talk about positivity. And that is his number one thing. He starts this book with being a positive leader. It doesn't mean that you don't give your team the space to vent or have a moment, but it means shifting and pivoting and picking it back up and being positive. And so I think top down, if you can set the, like you said, Gina, you can set the stage that this is a positive, a joyful team environment, then you are going to create other positive, joy-filled leaders who then are going to create other positive, joyful. It's going to trickle down. It's so, so important. I love that. That's so good. And I, and I'll just speak really quickly amongst the three of us that you have done a phenomenal job at that. And you've really set the stage there and passed that on to each of us and beyond. So thank you. I appreciate you did that without even reading the book. (laughs) You could have taught him that Jordan. Yeah. You know, I should have, you know, when I write my leadership, I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
No, but Stay it tuned. Is, it is a great book. So if anyone's looking for a, a good book to read, The Ride of a Lifetime, it's really good. Okay, so another thing that I love to do is I just love to look for ways to surprise and delight my team. And I think we talk about that, that term a lot, surprising and delighting. And it's just so true. And, you know, as leaders, we don't have to put up necessarily, you know, money or additional time, but there are ways just to send little gifts in the mail, little handwritten note cards to our team. And I really think it does take this whole idea of like virtual community and it brings it offline, right? So when somebody just gets like, a $10, you know, Starbucks gift card for me in their, you know, their inbox during the, you know, a busy work day, they're going to text me and we're going to audio back and forth. And it just creates that one-on-one community, which I think is really important, right? We talk about community, like it's this, you know, big, you know, a lot of people, this big number of people, you know, on a leader's text or whatever. But I think there's just so many opportunities, a $5 gift card, a handwritten note, it doesn't have to be anything big, but it's sort of like your point, Gina, it creates a micro community. Then someone's reaching out to me and saying, I just got your gift card. I've had such a crazy day. Thank you so much. Or your handwritten note came in at the perfect time. And I just so needed to be encouraged. Right. And it's creating this one-on-one relationship, this, this sense of, you know, bonding and, and, you know, a, a personal intimate community. And so I think that's really important too, is how do you not only create micro communities, but start create and foster those one-on-one relationships. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I love that. And I think we always try to offer other ways outside of, you know, spending money, right? I think another way that you can do that in your community is whatever that's Facebook or your text groups or Voxer or whatever you're using as a team. Um, I love to just do little shout outs for things that my leaders or, or team are doing really well. And so like, I like to say something like, um, oh my gosh, you got to check this out. You know, Jenny's doing this great thing with her team that is working really, really well. You, you know, Jenny, do you want to share a little bit more about it? But like, I think just giving little shout outs to, um, recognize some of, of their little wins too, right? Like it doesn't have to be like, so-and-so sold $11,000 worth of blah, blah, blah. But it can also just be like, they're doing this great thing on their team and it's really working. It's encouraging. And I think like, again, this goes to this empowerment and this whole business of duplication, because then Jenny feels really good, right? <laughs> she's going to be listening to this being like, thanks for the shout out, but she's doing this great thing. Um, you're doing what you're she, talking about. <laughs> she's yes. Yeah, so she's going to be, you know, feeling really good that like she got recognized in our leader thread. And then guess what? That's inspiring to other people to do the same sort of thing. And then they're duplicating that for their teams. And then Jenny's feeling really good about it. And so then she's going to share that, you know, like, so it's just this whole duplication. Like, how are you making people feel? We talk a lot about those feelings, but -hmm. in this virtual world, we have this amazing ability here in our businesses to create phenomenal community that make people feel really good. And we're working. It's crazy. It's a win-win all around. (laughs) Absolutely. And I actually, I want to point out to Gina, the way that you celebrate everyone is just so infectious that you really are such a glaring example of how well that can work in a team when you show that excitement. And I think a lot of your excitement is really, really powerful texting aside, when you show up on video and voice, it's just like next level energy. And so when we're talking specifically about building true community in a virtual world, I think it's really important to find the pockets where you can still show your face and speak verbally. And, you know, we're very fortunate that at the stage that we're at, there's 
always an opportunity to jump on Zoom calls or that we just are always Voxering or, or whatever. But, you know, whether you have a team of 10,000 or a team of one, you can be finding ways to just record like an audio note, even within that text or to get on just a one-on-one -on -one FaceTime. And, and I think that that really can amplify the compliments that you are giving. And, and when you feel somebody's energy and see it in that way, it does feel more personable. And so Zoom fatigue aside, um, leverage that, you know, there's like a, a psychology behind, you know, feeling the person's energy. Oh, I love that. A good point. And yes, I second Gina, you are a culture creator. It, oh, you guys are sweet. <laughs> really are. No, you really are. You really, I think you prioritize that above all. And it just shows in your, you know, explosive team growth, your leadership, the type of leaders you've created. It really is you. There's a reason you're like head of community at Social Selling Collective. Oh, you're head of community. Thank you. Oh, yes. A new title. I'll add that to my, my signature on my email. Um, I think really quickly I did, because I just thought about this, that I did work in with Zoom fatigue and, you know, with there is a lot happening virtually, right? And and we're, you know, in the theme of working smarter, not harder, um, how can you do that, right? And and one thing I did do during this holiday season earlier in the uh, in the season was I did create some videos where I sent out to some of my teams, like different legs of my teams that did need a little encouragement or maybe they needed a little incentive, but I made them evergreen. And so I created, you know, one video that was like three minutes. And then I was able to share that among like different, like the little micro communities that we were just talking about. And I do think that that went over really well and, and it felt, you know, personal that they were able to experience a little like energy and community, um, in their own micro ones, but it wasn't, it wasn't making a lot of work for myself, if that makes sense. So yeah, lots of ways to get creative. Feel free to drop in, in our community. If you do have other questions or ideas, we'd love to hear your ideas as well. I love that. Well, I think that wraps up today's episode on how to create true community. The key word there is true community in a virtual world. So hopefully we've given you some ideas, like Gina said, in our community, come in and drop any other ideas you have, or if you've committed to implementing any of the ideas we've shared with you today, we will see you next time. This episode might be over, but the conversation is just getting started. Join us inside our free community for moms and direct sales at socialsellingcollective.com slash community. They say motherhood and direct selling takes a village, right? If you loved what you heard today, please consider sharing this with your downline teammates so they can grow alongside us too. And most importantly, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for choosing to be here. We'll see you next time.